0: Welcome to Season 3 of Multiclass Theater, now with 50% more class. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. But if two seasons of it haven't chased you away yet, then settle in and enjoy the show. (laughs) Last time. The party absolutely wrecked Anlin, the Archmage turned lich, responsible for setting up the time bubble around the Redfields and imprisoning Tingles the Imp way back in season two. But Anlin got his revenge from beyond Beyond the Grave, when a cursed scroll turned Silway into even more of an apathetic disaffected teenager. This had the consequence of sending everyone. But Silway, of course, splashing down into a prison cell deeper in the castle dungeons. And that's where we join our poor soaking party on Multi Class Theater.
1: The group of you, minus Silway, find yourselves in a long, dark, tunnel sliding downwards towards you can only imagine. It's a quick ride, enough for you to possibly curse the person who dropped the ball and allowed you to fall, when suddenly you find yourselves falling face-first into cold, dark water. You hit the water. You swim to the surface. You find yourselves in a flooded prison cell. You look around momentarily, counting heads. One, two, three. And then you wonder where's Roton? Mist! You're kicking your legs, trying to keep afloat. When you kick something hard and metal. Fucking ow! Rotan, you feel a furry paw connect with the side of your head as you stand there at the bottom of the cell.
2: Can I swim up to the surface?
1: You are able to kick your way up to the surface, your soggy, waterlogged armor. should make a rust check on that armor, because it's been wet an awful lot.
3: It's Tyran armor. It's the best. It does not rust.
4: Superior. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as Rotan's head pops up, Mist swims over to him, and treading water with one arm... Bops him in the forehead with the other. Why? Bop
2: didn't bop you. Bop. Stop. Bop. Stop. Stop what? Stop climbing, Bop. I did stop climbing. Why did you come down here? Because you're Bop Fat Bop ass Bop. And also Silway Bop betrayed us, Bop. Oh, Silway. I had money on Windley, Bop. She's going to be so proud. I finally found a trap. I'm fine, by the way. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I care Winley. Or uh Silway. <laughs> <a nursery> <laughs> Hello Winley, you're right beside me.
6: You see uh, like a multitude of floating marshmallows around <laughs> Winley
7: and she she's just like they've been contaminated. I have no more mellows.
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I hate silver.
2: They're just getting sticky and they're dissolving. Like hot
5: chocolate. God. There's nothing worse. There's
7: nothing worse than this. Roton, you said there was a door. Did you not? I
2: did, yes. Right over there. The door is right in front of you. It's only a
1: couple feet away. Maybe Mist or Desmond or... Roton, you could probably reach out and touch the bars in front of you. Winley you'd have to paddle your way over, but it's it's literally right there.
6: Well, shouldn't we use it? Or are we just going to float?
2: Uh, yes. Silhouette, we're going to go uh, out through this door. Okay, fine. Uh, stay there.
5: Or would it be better if she were to come down and join
2: us perhaps oh do you want to come down and join us i don't want to do anything
4: yeah it'd be really useful having her down here since she took a level in millstone
5: well um let's have a look at this lock uh it's a graded
2: door uh, diana
1: it's just like a barred, like a like a jail cell really just
2: bars i think i broke it uh, open actually in the last you did break
1: it open so it is it is actually i mean you can't really tell from where you are it looks still looks closed but if you were to try to open it
2: or shake it, it does move. It is open.
5: Well, now you're staying here, right?
2: No, I don't think so. Rather than tread water, I'm going to sink uh, and walk along the bottom. Is that all right?
5: Can you stand with your head above the water? You sink and...
2: No, no, no. I'll just, uh, I'll just be underwater.
5: Well, <laughs> Roton, how will you breathe, my good man?
2: Oh, oh, I have these things. And he points at his neck. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Desmond, as you
1: look closely at his neck, you're not sure why you haven't noticed this before. Maybe it's because of uh, the way his armor rides, or you just really weren't looking. You see that Rotan on either side of his neck has a set of gills.
5: Oh. Oh, that's frightfully convenient.
2: Yes, I, I've found it to be very useful
6: on yes. several
2: occasions.
6: Why don't we just go see where this door leads? And we can come back to the pool if we feel like floats, or vacation, or even getting Silway at all.
4: So we're not coming back to the pool.
6: Let's go. Sounds good. And when we start paddling, but like it doesn't do much. Could someone just hold my hand as they go? It'll go much faster this way.
5: All right. Desmond will take her hand and will make his way towards the door.
6: Thank you, Disney. As the group of you are
1: standing around, yelling after Silway, you see the door in front of you open. And then there's a pause. And Rotan, you walk forward out of the cell, and you find yourself in a, looks like a small prison area, with about eight cells, four on each side of the room, the end of which you see a hallway. As you approach the hallway, you start to rise. And once you reach the hallway, your head is out of the water, as is your chest. It's all not as deep over here.
6: Speak for yourself.
1: And funny you should say that, because as you all reach the hallway, you look to your left and you see a staircase going up. And you look to your right and you see the flooded floor of the torture chamber.
6: Oh, oh yes.
5: Okay, well, we're not that far away from where we started. That worked out better than I expected.
6: Shall we retrieve, Silway?
2: Yes, yes, I think we should. What I'm hung up on is what sort of twisted bind builds a chute to a torture chamber?
4: Um, probably the kind that has a torture chamber? Yes.
2: Forward ho!
1: Okay, so-, so Rotan turns to the left and goes up the stairs. Do the rest of you follow them? Follow him?
4: Uh Yeah, stairs are fine with Mist. Mist is going to uh squelch his way up the stairs behind Rotan, starting to cast shape water to remove the excess.
1: <laughs> he, so he doesn't just get out and just start shaking his... Oh, I think he does that, but I mean,
4: that, that only is good for his fur.
1: You reach the top of the stairs. Ahead of you is a doorway, an arched doorway. The other side of it seems to be blocked by a large, square... Rock. Oh, well,
4: I know where we are. Good. Lead the way. Uh,
6: yes. Take us to Silway.
4: Right. Well, the problem is the counterweight for the elevator is in our path. Oh, right. You guys were on the thing rising. You didn't see this come down. Yeah. Hmm. How do we make this go up and bring that other section of hallway come back down?
6: Roton, where's your hammer?
2: Right here.
6: Perhaps you could just start hitting it. I don't know, you're super strong. Don't
2: you think you could just lift it? What, lift this? Maybe I suppose I could try. Um.
4: Alright, so we got two options. We either smash this thing and uh, dis- disable the, the, the lifting, the, the elevator, or we backtrack and find a way to climb a wall. Actually, that's not that challenging, because I can float, so...
5: And if one of us can get up there, then they can lower a rope and...
4: Yeah, and actually tie it off properly this time.
6: Uh when the hands missed her rope. Hey go.
4: Alright. Back into the ghost piss.
2: <laughs> this is actually a relevant question. <laughs> Did Roton ever untie the rope <laughs> from when he climbed down at the last time? <laughs>
1: You know what? I do not believe he did. I, I do not believe you <laughs> I ever said that you untied it. the rope.
2: <laughs> I did not which means it's still So there. the rope is still actually just sitting there. Ah! I was wondering where that got to.
5: That actually worked out in our in our favor. Very convenient.
1: So the group of you descend the spiral twisting staircase back into the cold, dark water. You all think you're, you're getting a little tired of water between the Aarakocra's trial chamber and this mess. I think you've seen enough of cold, dark water for a while. You emerge once again at the bottom of the torture chamber. And you see, hanging there, forgotten, is Rotan's rope.
2: Well, here we go again. Uh, Roton's going to try uh, climbing the rope. Okay, give me an athletics check. Twenty-two. Rotan easily pulls himself up
1: and... As he does so, water is pouring out of his armor, (laughs) and you tumble over the railing and onto the floor above, where water just pools out around you, so it leaks from your armor. Who's next?
5: Desmond. Natural 20. Nice. (laughs) Let's go, Desmond.
1: Desmond just, like, he's had enough, and he's just all arms, not even using his legs, (laughs) just pulls himself straight up the rope.
3: (laughs) Ninja Warrior Desmond over here.
2: He's boomy, right? He's boomy <laughs> <moving already laughs> he <special. just laughs> jacked.
6: <laughs> Desmond, where did you get those moves? I, d-
5: I don't know. I didn't know I had that in me.
6: He's remembering so much. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I forgot I was a Olympic gymnast. In a, <laughs> in a past <laughs> life, I was yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Bodybuilder. <laughs> That's why I'm so jacked under these robes.
6: Who's next? <laughs> Thank you, Mist.
5: He
4: helps her position herself onto his feet and goes, boo, and rises up <laughs> to the uh, balcony.
1: <laughs> so like it, just like an elevator, just <laughs> rises straight up into the air? Yep. All right, so Mist and Winley levitate up. Mist levitates a little higher so Winley can step off onto the railing and then onto the ground before stepping over himself. And the group of you find yourselves once again in front of those thrones... On the balcony. Can I just say, since she's not
4: here to defend them this time, I think the ancient Tyrans really sucked.
5: Hey, I might be Tyran.
4: Yeah. Well, hey, my ancestors apparently murdered a bunch of Air so I'm just saying, ain't nobody's backstory clean here. Nobody's back. So
1: yeah.
6: Well the gnomes are pretty great, actually. <laughs> the, gnomes are
1: pretty great. the group of you find yourselves on the balcony. There are two staircases upward in front of you, one on the left hand side and one on the right.
4: I think the right-hand side was the one that went up to the crypt chamber.
1: That is correct. Oh, sweet. I'm batting a
4: thousand tonight. Um, So it won't last. So then we want this one to get us back where we were.
1: You travel upwards, up the staircase, into the office. The broken desk sits in front of you. Into the outer room filled with bones. Into the next room, with more bones. A broken cot. And Silway, sitting there, by
3: herself. Silway has not moved since you last saw her. She sat down on the dungeon floor, and she's just sitting there cross-legged, with her head in her palm, like, idly tracing patterns in the dust with her dagger.
2: We're back! Hello, Silway! Oh, hey. We found our way back. I see that. Yes.
3: She just continues drawing more patterns in the dust.
2: What are you drawing there, Silway?
3: Nothing, just whatever.
6: Uh, Silway, do you happen to recall when we were in that, uh, when we were in Anlen's, uh laboratory, um, what the last thing you picked up was?
3: Um, I think it was that piece of paper.
6: Piece of paper? Oh, yes. Who ended up with the piece of paper?
3: I think I still have it.
6: Oh, could I see? And she. Well, for whoa. whoa. <laughs> when he takes out, like, a ha- little handkerchief as to not touch her skin to said paper. I I was just wondering, since you don't care about anything, you won't care about this. No,
3: whatever. You, You can have it.
6: Wonderful. Thank you. So wait, you go to your pack
3: to
1: retrieve the paper, only to discover it is not there. I will light <laughs> this
6: entire fucking place on fire.
3: Sylvie gestures vaguely to where, like, the, the pocket on her backpack where it should be. She's like, it's, it's even better, probably. I don't know, whatever.
6: Miss, Mist, don't you have the paper? Somebody put it in some compartment. I can't be making this up. Somebody has it.
4: Silway did put it in her bag, yes. That, that is a thing that happened.
2: And I don't have it.
4: I know. And then I stole it and left it behind because she was seeming obsessed with it, and I was hoping that that would snap her out of whatever the hell this is.
6: Right. Okay, so we have to get her out of this bibbidi-bobbidi bullshit, don't we? <laughs> don't we have to know it was on the paper?
4: Well, now that it it seems to be clear that she was cursed with something, I mean, she's also a teenager and she's been doing this kind of disaffected youth thing for like three seasons, so
5: um It's called emotion that we all have them.
6: Well you don't have them right now, and I'm trying to retrieve them for you.
5: All right. Could I roll some kind of a, a check to see like what's up with Silway? Like if I could recognize if it's like a curse.
6: Yeah, give
1: me an arcana check.
5: Uh eighteen.
1: Without the paper, it may be hard to know for sure. Especially the specifics. But As you listen to them discuss what happened and think back to her behavior with the paper, you very much do believe that she is cursed.
5: And I kind of, while they're talking, I might um, lean over to Roton and try and whisper, like, um, "Um, appear that our friend is under the effect of some kind of a curse. Um... Oh, dear. Do you have any kind of a, um, remedy in your, um, studies? Perhaps a uh, power granted, gifted to you by your goddess, or something? That, um, that is an
2: excellent question. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Do you know I picked up a cursed needle? Perhaps if I stuck her with it, something would happen. <laughs> something
1: probably would.
5: <laughs> something.
3: <laughs> That's fine then. At least you feel something.
2: That would be a useful spell. <laughs> what a if teenager. I had, <laughs> if I had taken it.
4: <sighs> Alright, I'll go back. I'll go back for the paper. I mean, hey, good news. We've killed everything or re-killed everything between here and there, so don't get much safer.
6: Please, um, and Winley hands him her handkerchief, which is embroidered with pink marshmallows. Excuse me, (laughs) take this so you don't touch it with your paw. We really cannot have another apathetic soul.
4: I mean, I don't know if it works on cats, but, uh, no, good looking out all the same.
6: I feel like it's going to work on on any sort of living creature. You never know. I really can't take the
7: chance.
4: No, no. I mean, like I said, good looking out. Mist will gently uh, take the and carefully take the uh, handkerchief and be back <laughs> towards Anlin's uh, <laughs> laboratory.
1: Mist departs. Are you going to take the stairs, Mist, or are you going to go back down the chute? <laughs>
4: No, no, I'm gonna take the stairs. (laughs) I take it. Okay, so, um,
1: so Mist is going to get the paper. The rest of you are.
2: What are the rest of you doing? I'm gonna use my hit die. (laughs) Good time to get some hit die back.
6: Winnie sits by Silway and takes her hand. Silway? What? Um, could I hold your hand?
3: Sure, fine, whatever. Thank you. I don't know why you'd want to
6: because I want to you're my friend and well I don't know sometimes we need someone to hold our hand
3: Mm.
6: you'll get over this you'll get through it we'll get you out of it and I won't kill you it's gonna be lovely
3: well that's good I'm glad I won't die I guess
6: oh there was a little bit of something I got out of you you're glad oh just by the touch of my little gremlin hand I have a
3: question though
6: (gasps) what's that Zui?
3: am I a liar?
6: No, not at all. You actually really tell the truth all the time. Which can be hard for people to hear. But you really aren't, not at all. Aren't I right, Roton? What what did you say?
3: I said am I a liar?
6: Are you a liar? Am I a liar? Not the instrument, Roton, remember. Oh, She's asking if she herself I was very tells confused falsehoods. A moment there. That's yes. what I thought. Oh. Your eyes got bigger.
2: Lovely instrument, the liar. Ah,
6: no, ah, well
2: Ah, no, no I I can't think of a single time that you've lied Silway Oh, well there was that time (laughs) That you, uh That you told me to give a different name I don't know if I'd Classify that as lying Hmm You definitely don't Tell people everything though. I do get that kind of a vibe from you.
6: But th- you don't just make things up for the fun of it. You not that are I've
2: noticed. Definitely a thief, though. I'm not a thief.
6: Yes yes, see, where well, you, you you have taken things and said they were yours when they really weren't.
3: In my vision that I had, you all called me a liar. Like all of you. All at once.
2: Oh, your vision? What was this?
3: Back with the witches in the uh, the hut when I when I bounded with my dagger. The one where I was but Trevor was there and I had a husband and a son and everything. You all called me a liar at the end. I didn't tell you about that part.
2: You say this like like I was there. I I was not there. Yeah. Whatever me said this to you was not me me, of the me that is I. Did that make sense? Why
3: would you all say it in my
5: vision,
2: though? I don't know.
5: I don't think you're a liar, Silway. Not at all. Um, do you think you're a liar? Yes.
2: Ah, now we're getting places.
6: (gasps) Well, Uh. I guess the voice in your head actually manifested itself in coming out through our body. That's very unfortunate, Silway. We don't think you're a liar at all.
3: Is that how visions work? Depends on the
5: vision.
2: Was this a vision or was it a dream?
3: I don't know what it was. It was. It, it took a very long time and it was very vivid.
6: Well, I think collectively we can all leave here saying that we don't think you, you are. Isn't that right?
3: I
5: guess. I definitely don't think you're a... I think that we all have tendencies to bend the truth occasionally, but there's no malice within you. I don't... Detect that you mean anybody any harm.
3: I guess.
2: Silway, you are not a liar. There was something that you mentioned about this vision that I feel like I I missed. Something about Trevor.
3: Yes, Trevor showed up at the end. He tried to sweep me off my feet. Really? I think it worked. But then the vision ended quickly.
2: And did that actually happen?
3: It happened in my dream or my vision.
2: Oh, uh, but it didn't actually happen.
3: But no, it, it was back in Tyr at the Chancellor's Ball. But Trevor would never have gone to and didn't even know exists.
2: Ah, oh, well then, doesn't seem to me like, uh, like it was a vision or portent of anything, really. Off it was, uh, it doesn't mean that you have to be a liar. Some
5: visions don't necessarily come from ourselves. They come from something else that's trying to show us something. And in my experience, as little as it may be, sometimes those... That something else can have motives of its own that aren't necessarily pure and good and can make you try and believe things about yourself that aren't necessarily true to, to further its own motive. Does, does that make sense? She
3: holds out the dagger. She's been using the trace in the dust. It is the ritual to bond with this dagger. It is a necromantic dagger. Ah. That shouldn't matter, right?
8: Uh,
2: um, well,
5: uh, in my, I think what Roton is trying to say is that necromantic powers are often associated with these kind of beings that I am talking about. are These kind of powers, not necessarily beings, but powers that want to um, use you or manipulate you in some way to further its its purpose, its goals, its desires, and are willing and don't care necessarily about the individual that's wielding the power as long as it's furthering its its goals
3: you think my dagger has a purpose for me or has desires i don't
5: know it's hard to say there are many magical items in this world that are beyond my understanding most things are beyond my understanding
2: i mean necromancy is not inherently evil it just are uh... Is commonly associated with evil I don't think you necessarily Need to draw a line between the two I mean, my sister Devi Used to kill me and bring me back All the time when we were young It was very sweet
5: Fuck, it's really fucked up, Rotan
2: Jesus What? No, no, she brought me back every time we'll, we'll, we'll table this for now But let's come back to that
5: That's concerned that there may have been some things That happened in your childhood That might need
2: addressing
6: Possibly yeah. by a
2: professional Oh! What kind of a professional?
6: Let's just table the who thing.
5: <laughs> we'll come uh, back to this, I think.
2: The point is, it's not the magic itself, it's what you do with it that I think really matters, Silway. Yes. If you use that necromantic dagger to to only stab evil people, I think I think I am going to be okay with that.
5: And coming from Rotan, that's saying a lot.
2: I did have to do a lot of thinking about this, but, you know, I, I have learned since I joined this party that, that things are not as cut and dried as, as one would like them to be. In fact, I've learned that one need not lie, but can withhold information to great effect in conversation. This has been a very useful revelation for me.
5: That's quite a breakthrough.
2: That's, wow. That is astonishing. When we met Anlin, I did not immediately tell him that we were there to kill him.
6: (laughs) Silway, don't run away from who you are. You really are a beautiful person. And Winley casts prestidigitation, but casts an illusionary image that can fit in my hand. And it's like a golden sort of rose with a lot of thorns on it. You may be guarded and hurt, but at the end of the day, you are a rose. We all see it. I have homicidal impulses, but that doesn't make me a bad person. Well, just like lying doesn't necessarily mean you're evil or or innately bad. But I don't think I don't think you lie. I just I think perhaps you're feeling a little insecure, and we all do. But just remember, she puts the like the image in Silway's hand. That inside, they're always beautiful to us.
3: Uh, can Silwe hold the rose? If she is, she'll just kind of hold it and stare at it.
6: Yeah, uh, you can. Uh, it's like a. It's described as a non magical trinket or an illusionary image that can fit in your hand and it lasts. It says until the next turn, but that would mean, what, like maybe 10 minutes or something? I think
1: so. I think if Silway believes in it hard enough and Winley allows it to happen, it could appear that you are, in fact,
2: holding the rose.
6: Mm. Well, smell it, Silway. I know it should smell like a rose, but I'll put it as a marshmallow.
2: She sniffs it. It smells like Smarties. <laughs> <laughs> it
6: says that in the spell, you can have up to three things going on at the same time, so it's a scented rose. Wow.
3: Silway cautiously licks the rose Just to see if it okay. tastes like marshmallow. On that <laughs> <note>. <laughs>
1: Mist, you come walking back into the scene, and you see the group of them sitting around Silway talking. Licking. In her hand, Silway holds a glowing golden rose, which she raises to her lips and licks. So
4: I guess that stuff is just kind
1: of on a time
4: delay for you, non-Tabashi. Alright, well, anyway, any rate, uh, here's the thing.
6: Oh, can you roll it out for everyone to see?
4: Uh... uh okay. If touching it isn't what cursed her, it might have been reading it. So just, like, examine with caution.
6: Oh, oh, shat. I could read it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I'm trying to see who would be the least annoying if this happened to them. I can't say me. I think I'd be dreadful. (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) Winley's surprisingly self aware.
3: An <laughs> apathetic cat is very on brand.
6: Yes, I, I guess, Miss, you you really are the safest bet. But I wish you had a pair of, like, glasses or something that shielded you from whatever the fuck this is. Is there some sort of something that could. I don't know.
4: I mean, yeah, this is really more. Miss gestures to the little pince nez thing he has going on. It's, yeah, this is really more, uh, aesthetic than. Functional. Yeah, you
1: haven't brought out Hooman, I don't think, this season.
4: Not in a while. Not in a while. Um, as as Mist does that, he gestures to his his glasses. His pupils are still incredibly dilated.
6: Well, why don't why don't I? Uh...
4: No, I mean I'll give it a read. I, I'll give it a read. It's fine. It's a, somebody's got to take a chance. So sure, why the hell not? Uh, Mist looks
1: at the scroll. You look at the scroll, and you're scanning it, trying not to read anything too deeply or get too uh, involved in it. And at the very bottom, you see scrawled in another hand, as if later added to the bottom of the scroll. The following brief looks like a, a line or two followed by a list, and it says... You wish to have the curse reversed? You'll need a certain potion. Bruh. God <laughs> damn it. bra, Bruh. bra! Bruh. One, the cow is white as milk. Two, the cape is red as blood. This is a joke. Three, the hair is yellow as corn. Four, the slipper is pure as gold.
6: Wait a minute! Like, wait a minute! Actually, wait no, I don't see that at all. But that would be crazy <laughs> oh. if you did.
4: <gasps> you, I do, do. You know what? Oh. I just typed all that. Up.
6: Uh. <laughs> you wish to have the curse reversed? I need a certain potion first. Like, yeah, yeah I
2: think <laughs> Okay, I'm late to the party. Was that into the woods? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Over half the party could have told you what the procedure was, like, if you missed this the first time around. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs>
6: we and we could say it in we, tempo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we know we know all the tricks, all the loopholes that one can employ.
8: <laughs>
7: yes, yes we do.
2: I'm Roton's uh, ready to revivify a cow if we need to. <laughs> uh. oh.
1: Mist, you, you discovered that it's very much a curse. And you believe that the only way to remove the curse will be with a spell. Uh, with a remove curse spell, it is going to take some serious magic
2: to undo this voodoo. Roton can remove curses, but not on this sleep cycle.
1: Yeah. So Roton needs to take a nap. A good eight-hour nap.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a curse, guys.
4: Uh, this is uh, <laughs> beyond my skill to cast, or to, to cure here. Damn it, I fucked up that line, too. Uh, uh, everybody's just a step to the left of their game tonight. Doesn't matter. Um,
3: <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just leave me the way I am. It's fine. I'll be fine here. You all just go on and kill Starch.
4: Somebody needs to talk me out of saying okay, because I'm about to say
2: okay. Silway, you could come with us and watch us. Ah, uh, kill Starch. Yes. And maybe uh, stick a few knives in him as well.
6: Perhaps we could make you um, invisible, Silway. And you could just plop down and I'll give you some dried fruit. Just treat it like a movie night.
3: Silway sighs heavily and then looks at Rotan and smiles just slightly enough, and then stands up. Alright, it's fine.
2: (sighs) There we go. You can even help me find traps. I already found one for you.
3: Whatever, sure. I'll look for traps.
2: Silway is sighing and begrudgingly coming
4: along, despite declaring that everything is stupid and pointless. Hey, it looks like the curse is broken. Okay. Let's go kill this guy.
3: Okay, fine.
6: (gasps) She's back to normal. We need you. (laughs) We couldn't do it without you.
3: Let's just go do it. All right.
6: Okay, great. So how do we get there? (laughs) Let's do it now.
2: We still have time on this session. So is this hole in the ground something we can step around? You'd have to be careful. Okay. Because there is
1: room to the left of it. Okay. But you have to leap over one corner and then leap over the other corner. All right. First trap navigated. I'm not going to risk one of you falling in just
2: to (laughs) run all the way back up. We'll just say y'all make it through. Wonderful. Miss, do you need a short rest? <laughs>
0: Two hours of less jumping on into the
2: hole. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: The staircase ahead of you winds upwards. Much like many of the staircases you've been up and down here, it is narrow and turns tightly, making it difficult for those of you with larger feet to find purchase on the stairs. But you make it up to the next level without incident and find yourselves at a wooden door with iron bands. Rotown opens the door, and you find yourselves in an ancient hallway. Torches flicker on either side. Also on either side, in a small little alcove, is a suit of Tyran armor. Directly across from you is a set of double doors. They're cracked slightly. Warm light pours outward from within, and you hear drifting... Out of the room is the sound of organ music.
4: All right, time to kick (laughs) Ganondorf's (laughs) ass.
5: Lots of Zelda references. I
4: like it. It's our first dungeon in forever.
2: It's been, like, pent up. (laughs) So, So I was thinking, rather than have a conversation immediately outside of the door that the bad guy is in, we could have a conversation at this door. So is there anything we want to cover before we do this? Do we want to talk to him first, maybe get him to uh, renege on his uh, past evil ways, convert to Taimora, Possibly, that could be on the table. Yes, uh, uh, I mean, I am open to suggestions. You know,
4: normally I'm all for, like, duping people, but this dude's done a lot of evil shit on this island, holding people prisoner and... You know, torture and all kinds of like not cool stuff. Yeah, plus, I had something about that, yes. Plus remember him and Anlin are also tied into all that shit that was going down at the Red Fields. So oh, this is yes. high on the list of assholes. And uh um I mean shoot, his uh his ex wife, well would have no qualms about us ending him, so I think that's maybe that's not as useful a measure as a now that I say it out loud, maybe that's not that useful of a measure, but, um, I think he goes. You know, I don't say this lightly, but, like, this guy's a dick, by all accounts.
5: Yes, he would appear to be a giant dick, and I think that it would be best to, if he if he talks, not let him talk for long. I can cast silence again. He will put a spell on us. That strategy was pretty good last time, and I think that, you know, uh, the, the silence thorn vine strategy that seemed to work pretty well for us last time.
3: I'm sure DM is still unprepared for that.
2: (laughs) Let's do this. All right.
6: So we're just going to go in and charge. Charge him.
4: We can work out a more concrete plan vis-a-vis spells and the usage thereof. I'm totally down for that. Okay. Honestly, nobody in this party seems to know how to butt wiggle, and it's been driving me crazy for three seasons, so... Uh, if we can take a moment to do that, I would be fine. Um,
6: what's, what, wait. Wait, what? What's that? What? <laughs> what's that? What? What? What the fuck is butt wiggling?
4: What do you mean? What do you mean what's butt wiggling? It's what
5: you don't do. That's, you...
2: What? That's Is this a Tabachi thing?
5: I was stranded on an island for a while. There's a lot of cultural things that I've missed out on. Is this some kind of.
2: This is a common
4: phrase. Before you pounce, right? You butt wiggle, right?
5: To
2: plan your jump. Come on. I mean, does does it help? Have I been cursed? Am I speaking in tongues? Does, does that help?
6: I, I just think you really affected everyone in saying that. Just kind of bothered. It, it, it sent a twinge down my spine all the way to my butt, so you did make it wiggle in the end.
2: I'm unsettled. That was
6: a flash
2: of cultural insight so bright it was blinding, I think.
6: Okay, well, what if we entered, what if the door opened and we all just wiggled our butts <laughs> as we walked?
2: So, so okay. So, is is the timing important, or or can you just do it at any point? It means to plant. Like this is, you guys are being ridiculous. You guys are oh, taking is the this, piss. Is this it- one of those metaphor
6: things? Yeah. What is the time signature? Is it in three? Is it in four? I particular mean, technique.
5: No. Is this some kind of learnable <laughs> skill? Is this something that is meant to be mastered over a series of years? I, I feel like
6: I'm high, and I am high. So, like that's a, that's really saying something. No, I think that is what it's saying. You're high.
3: Silvy is just standing in the back, like wiggling her butt, like she's practicing.
6: Let's just go. Let's just let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just go. Open the door, Roton. Oh, uh,
2: yes. Uh, hold on. And then uh, Roton gives a little butt wiggle, and then he opens the door.
4: It's not. You use it to calibrate your jump.
1: You open the door, and in front of you is a large dining room. The wall to your right is enormous stained glass, depicting an island, a castle, and swirling mists emanating from it. The table in front of you seems to be set for a very large party. The chair at the far end is tall and ornate, and behind it, looming over everything, is an enormous pipe organ. In front of which you see a small iron, well, I'd almost say construct, similar to the mechanical spider that attacked you some days ago. This spider is currently playing the organ. So, <laughs> are you gonna go try to talk to said spider? Uh.
4: I mean, you're we, expecting something somewhat meatier from the target.
2: Roton turns to look at his companion members and, like, ...puts his hands up in the air like, what do we do now?
5: You don't think that this spider is Lord Starge, do you?
4: I mean, unless the guy's pulling a...
5: Should
3: I silence the organ?
1: Can
4: we say that without getting sued? You know what, never mind. Winley,
1: since you have a good sense of of being underground... ...and your sort of innate kind of gnome sensibilities... ...and even the rest of you, from looking at what little you can see through the stained glass... You now believe for the first time that you've emerged from the underground.
6: With my true sight, this isn't Starge, like, disguised as No, this is very much a
1: spider. Spider. A mechanical construct type thing playing the organ.
6: Everybody at least, we're not in the dungeon basement area anymore. I mean, we still have a chance to tiptoe back out the way we came I just I don't, I don't. Yes, this isn't this 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 isn't necessarily our job to fight the spider
2: So I can come back I suppose slowly back out
6: just take a, a look down that other hallway <laughs> just to see
2: let's uh, do that
6: yeah you
1: find yourselves back in that hall the organ music is quieter now Though you can still hear it. The spider is very good. It's a sort of haunting melody. And you turn and you look down the hall in front of you. It continues for about 50 feet. And then it seems to open up in an enormous chamber. Which looks very much like the entry hall of a castle.
6: I think this is more what we were thinking. Don't you? Yeah,
3: that last room was really weird.
6: Yes, I... I, I, This is the first time I can really say, but... I'm not hungry. I don't want that dinner. Well, it looked like it was ready for us, did it not? It was a who? It was all set.
1: Oh,
2: how many place settings were there? There were six place settings,
1: plus one at the head of the table. Ah. I mean, that's pretty standard.
3: Standard <laughs> mechanical spider layout. <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's common knowledge. You so know, mechanical spiders host dinner parties... There are always six play settings plus one at the head of the table. Just everybody knows this. Come
2: on.
6: Has no one seen the haunted mansion? Basic mechanical spider anyway. etiquette.
2: Come on, come on.
6: Okay, so I say we um we head on into this this entrance of the castle. I think we'll we'll find out what we agreed to do inside.
5: Yes, this looks promising
6: keep going up yes because again
2: the villains are usually at the very top or the very bottom and we've tried the very bottom i think so so it must be by process of elimination very high up
6: well i'm pretty sure that didn't they say the tower up at the top that's where we find him um, the charging station or whatever
4: yeah mist is counting something off on his fingers
6: what are you counting mist Do you think that
2: rising cage would actually have been useful?
5: Maybe. But who knows where it would have taken us. Maybe to some kind of a danger, you know.
6: That's
2: a good point. Could have wound up in a cell.
6: Yes, and at the end of the day, we did kill that wizard ridiculously fast. Aren't you all still surprised by that?
4: I'm surprised that it's been four sessions and we finally made it to the front door of the (laughs) castle. (laughs) (laughs) At this rate... It'll only be another year before we make it to the top of the tower.
5: <laughs>
6: All right, let's go. Winley's win
5: All right, one word.
8: Hey,
1: everybody, it's Diana. I'm here by myself. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. I really have no idea. I'm sorry. I should stop. I should start again. But no, that's not what winners do. (laughs) Anyway. I just want to thank you all for listening. We are approaching the end of season three. I know it's hard to think that we're going to reach an end considering this season began. Well, we began recording it in January of 2021. So yeah, it's been a year since we've started working on this show and I'm very excited that we're approaching the finale. Uh, I'm very excited for the finale. It's something. Along with the finale, uh, that means coming up just afterwards, is our third annual Behind the Curtain episode. It's one of my favorite episodes of the year. I always look forward to your questions. I always look forward to just talking with the cast about the season and about their characters' journeys. It's truly a special episode for me, and uh, I hope for you too. But in order to make it happen, we need your questions you can send them to us in a number of ways. You can email them to us at multiclasstheater at gmail.com. You can tweet at mctpod or drop me a DM, you know, slot into my DMs. Or um, probably the less creepy way to do it is to join our Discord. I have set up a special channel in our Discord that the cast cannot see. Thank you, Dave Cole, for that lovely idea. Drop your questions in there. It will be a surprise to them. I know you will come up with some good ones. You always do. Also, a little announcement. We have actually started programming for our Twitch channel. I'll bet you didn't know we had a Twitch channel. Um, Yeah, we've had one for a while and uh, we've done very little with it, but we're changing that. Uh, There's currently two weekly shows on our Twitch channel. The first is called Wicked Gremlin, it airs every Tuesday about 9.30 Eastern time. It is a two, two and a half hour D one-shot that is completely improvised. And you're saying to yourself, well, Dungeons and Dragons is improvised. Yes. But you usually know ahead of time, hey, this is what my character is. Or this is what the adventure is. And um we're trying to combine sort of your theater improv games with Dungeons and Dragons and going for a completely improvised experience. So far, it's been wild and fun and weird and a lot of fun. Anyway, you can tune in to Twitch TV, backslash multi Class theater. Catch that Tuesday 9:30, Wicked Gremlin. It's myself, it's Rachel, and it's uh, Jared Kane. We hope to have guests in the future. Second, every Thursday, uh, my wife and I are talking movies. We have a show called 20th Century Rewind. In it, we are looking back on our favorite movies of the 20th century, movies we hated from the 20th century, and movies we missed from the 20th century. And each week, we invite a guest on to discuss their favorite movies. Coming up, Mike, uh, Missed on the River himself, will be joining us to talk Jurassic Park. If you know how much Mike loves geology and archaeology and dinosaurs, then you know this is going to be a special episode. Please listen in. If you missed an episode, you can always just go to our Twitch channel and watch the video. Uh, and I'm looking in the future, especially with that one, to releasing it in podcast form, because I think it's it's a natural fit. One last thing before I let you go and get back to this crazy, wonderful episode. If you haven't written a review yet, please just take five minutes Write us a review on iTunes, on Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. It it really, it helps us a lot. Sadly, we are under the thumb of the algorithms. Um. Honestly, everybody is in the 21st century, but having reviews helps us reach more people. It helps others find the podcast, and honestly, it makes us feel good about ourselves. We'd like to hear what you think, and you know, it it, it brightens our day when we get a review. So take five minutes, write a review. On Spotify, you don't even have to write a review, you just rate us. Uh, Listen to an episode and rate us, and if we get enough ratings, then the ratings will actually show up on our Spotify page. And if you're really liking what you're hearing, go ahead and visit our Patreon. We do this out of love. It will always be free. But, you know, if you want to support us, we appreciate it. And if you've been anywhere around social media or on our Discord, you've seen the new art uh, that was paid for 100% by you, our Patreon supporters. The character sketches are amazing. They all look fantastic, and I couldn't be happier with them. So please, yes, if you have an extra dollar, there's bonus content. There's other stuff like that. And we'll, we, oh, we've got such a backlog of stuff to put up that we just haven't gotten there. And that's our fault. But if you do subscribe when we do get it up, you will hear some amazing, amazing stuff like CSI Roth, which is such a blast. Mike DM would a basically an episode of CSI that took place in the city of Roth. And it was everything. Let's get back to the show. The group of you cautiously make your way down the hall, past the two Tyran suits of armor. On either side are flickering torches, oil paintings, which look like they've seen better days. And finally you reach the immense entry hall of Castle Starch. To your left, are enormous double doors they appear to be shut and sealed and barred to keep all those who wish to do the master harm on the outside to your right past enormous ornately carved columns is a grand staircase which rises upwards a once brilliant but now faded blue carpet marks the center of the staircase and follows it skyward The ceiling overhead is probably a 100 feet high. You can barely make out the vaulted eaves of this great room, and there seem to be ornately carved figures on the top of each column holding up the room's ceiling. At the base of the far column just before the stairway lays a man slumped and unconscious.
4: So before we step into this massive hallway, or this massive entry hall, mist is going to kind of like wait 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 throw out his arms and try and catch everybody for a second oh one thing that I want to make you guys aware of one little I guess plan I have up my sleeve I don't know how well it'll work but it requires a bit of coordination but wiggling well, yeah that's the this is this is the this is the wiggle this is the wiggle right here oh I see I, I I've, I've been keeping this up my sleeve for an appropriate occasion and this kind of feels like it I can Temporarily, if it goes well, I can temporarily remove the threat and give everyone a chance to basically pile on. Um, if the spell lands, y'all just gotta be ready to like do that. Like, when I when when when, when you th-
6: let's have a code word, a code word, and you say it
4: signal, honestly. Yeah, I, let's go with it. Fuck it. Yeah, it's our thing now. <laughs> When when I, <laughs> when I say signal, everyone get ready to ruin the guy's day.
6: Oh, don't let it be signal. Let's pick a better word. Something that he would have no idea what it was. Like, rutabaga. I mean, not that rutabaga? one. That one sucked. I, I'm just saying something <laughs> totally ridiculous that he wouldn't guess.
5: I don't like as Something along the those lines.
6: What if the code word was rock seal? That would really piss him off.
3: Mm, interesting. The
4: roxiel maneuver. Yeah, right, I can get behind that.
3: I'm still confused. I what? Don't see it. what are we supposed to do exactly? I don't follow.
4: When I give the signal? The the roxiel, yes. Group up, wind up, and prepare to bash the ever-loving shit out of him with whatever you've got.
3: Out of starch?
4: Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. When we find him, I'm saying when
2: we get to him... This is a maneuver that I want to try. Am I not supposed to be hitting him before this point? No, no, no,
4: no, no. No, you, you you absolutely should. But this will give us like a I'm I'm saying I'm saying I can like lock him down and give him give everybody a chance to just like go ham on him. all ah, instead of oh. having to worry about either poor or fitting choice of words on my part. But Excellent choice I, of words. It's more of it's more of a if this thing goes off, then it's gonna look like everything is over and done with, but Really what we need to be ready for is one big, like, um, alpha strike. Like, everybody, everything you've got, because we'll have a moment of vulnerability. If it works.
2: I like the sound of this.
4: If
5: I can land it. All right. Sounds like a plan.
4: Yeah. So I just want everyone to be, like, ready for that. Ready for that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well,
5: did we decide on a, a code word? A rock seal. that's right. Yeah, through. I
4: like that. I like that really All right. whatever. Yep, that's about the response I expected. All right, <laughs> let's go figure out what's with that force <laughs> sod at the
1: bottom of the stairwell. Oh, yes.
5: Desmond will get about, like, 20 feet away, and we'll see if... Is the person breathing? Do they appear to be alive?
1: Give me a medicine check.
5: Uh, 24.
1: Yes, they do seem to be alive, but unconscious.
5: All right. They are alive. Uh, uh, male? Female?
1: Male, dressed in, looks like, um, I guess you would say, court attire.
3: Oh. Can I recognize which house it would be?
1: You can give me a investigations check.
3: She's 17.
1: You don't believe it belongs to a specific house. You actually think it's not Tyran at all, but it looks Rothian in cut and color and design.
5: They're alive, sleeping... Perhaps? It's very strange. They would be sprawled out lying like this in the middle of a hole.
1: To see anything further, you will have to get closer. Roton will get closer. How close are you going to get, Roton?
2: He'll get ten feet away, and then he will check for trap. That is a say. You do not believe you found any traps. All right, I will go right up. Get up right in his face. (laughs) Hello? Are you okay?
5: I'll go with Roton.
1: There's no response.
2: Poke him a little with my foot. Lightly, lightly. He
1: still doesn't seem to wake.
2: Roton smacks him. Mm.
1: <laughs> oh, Give shit. me a, a to-hit roll. He's prone, so you have advantage.
2: This works in the movies. This always works in the movies. Uh, okay, 22. Roll Did damage, you just kill please? the guy? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> with a face slap. Four. Do you remove your gauntlet first, or do
1: you smack him with the metal gauntlet?
2: No, I don't.
1: Okay. So you hit him in the jaw. There's a loud clang. <sighs> what? Who are you? Why did you hit me? Where am I? And he opens his eyes, and he glares at you,
2: and they seem to be burning with rage, and then they soften. I'm so sorry. That was a bit harder than I intended. He reaches up, and he starts to rub his jaw. Uh, 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 Are you- Ouch. I didn't break anything, did I? Are are you going to be all right? (sighs) Oh. And then he rubs the back of his head. I think so. Yes, uh, so we just found you uh, lying here at the bottom of the stairs. And it seemed like a very odd place for for a person to take a nap.
5: I did not nap. The last thing I remember was a flapping sound, and then I was struck in the back of the head.
2: What is your name, good sir?
5: My name... Is forthwith. Ah! Chancellor to Lord Starge. We were not expecting visitors today.
2: Oh, did you have a very nice desk downstairs?
5: What do you mean, had?
2: Uh, Sorry, um... So, this, uh, flapping sound... (laughs) About that... uh, Did it sound like it was coming from a big thing or a little thing?
5: A little thing.
2: I'm so sorry. Where are my manners? I'm... Roton You gave me your name So I will give you mine, yes
5: Roton
2: Yes Are you expected?
5: I am afraid the butler is inconvenienced at the moment
2: I, uh, are you the butler?
5: I am the chancellor
2: Oh, what happened to the butler?
5: I am afraid we are in need of a new butler
2: Ah
5: Ah, well you're in luck Because that would be me (laughs) Desmond, nice to Um. meet you you are the new... <laughs> I did not think I posted a letter to Edgerton College. Oh, well, um... Yes, well, uh... Lord Starge sent, uh, sent out one himself, and, and I have, um... That doesn't sound like him. I know, it is. I was very surprised, too, to hear from someone of such, um, renown. But, um... But, um, I, I, he did call for me. Do you know where we might be able to, um to find him.
2: You are very old
5: for a student at the college.
2: He's, he's old, but he's very proactive. I mean, sometimes he does things before you even, you even know you need them done.
5: I am old and wise in years, but I, I have much experience. Testament, give me a
2: deception check.
3: I thought I was the liar here.
5: Yeah, speaking of lying. Six. <laughs>
8: <No>. <laughs> oh,
5: that does not make sense. Hmm. We get students from the college. Are you deceiving me? Oh, of course not. No?
6: Yeah, excuse me, excuse me. Father? Father?
5: Who are you? All of you.
6: This old gentleman right here is actually my, my dad. Um, and, and he was actually coming to escort me um, to my new position. As butler.
2: This whole conversation, I can tell, is going to make me very uncomfortable, so I'm going to go stand over here so I don't have to hear it.
6: Don't forget that Winley has a disguise kit and has been standing behind. <laughs> you have to use and, that ahead and, of time. And has oh. been standing behind the group, disguising
1: herself <laughs> Putting up- as Oof. a
6: young boy. Okay? Winley's ah. young.
1: Alright, give yes, me um, a proficiency check uh, with your disguise kit. Twenty five.
5: I am sorry, young sir. I must have been hit harder than I thought. You are Um
6: I am Cornelius Finglebottom.
5: That's my boy. Oh <laughs> Cornelius.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Forgive me, my i am I'm I'm my memory is not what it used to be. And you are Desmond Finglebottom <laughs> Yes Yes, a proud line of Finglebottoms. My father was a finglebottom. I'm a finglebottom. And my son, Cornelius. Finglebottom like me. A proud name, a long line of butlers.
6: Yes. Uh, my um my father is just he's so protective of me and my um Want you to come with me to my new profession?
5: Um. Yes, but well, I hate to see you go, Cornelius. You know.
6: I know, Daddy.
5: <laughs> oh, my darling it's... boy.
3: What is happening right now? Why? are we? Doing this? Dude,
4: I'm having the weirdest hallucination right now.
3: Am I the only one not
5: lying right now? I think I'm standing. I I could be wrong about that, though. So you want to see the master? Yes.
6: Um, yes, sir. I I think, um, I should meet who I'm working for. Don't you think
7: that would be the best?
5: Well, yes. See, usually we take a tour, then you settle in and the Master summons you. You must know your place. It is unwise to displease your betters.
7: No, sir, of course. No, I understand. Um, but I have this letter here that my, um... Father, Mr. Finglebottom, of Lord Starge sent this letter so I think it's rather prudent that we proceed to Lord Starge, don't you?
5: Very well.
7: (laughs) This poor guy.
5: (laughs) If you will help me up.
7: (laughs) Of course, sir. And Cornelius thinks (laughs)
2: to help. Guy falls down the stairs and this is (laughs) what he wakes up to. (laughs)
7: Wakes
5: up to just pay.
7: Are you up, sir?
5: Yes, I am up. Before we see the master, there is something you should really see. Consider it a gift. A gift? Yes, I wish someone had shown me on my first day.
7: W- wonderful, sir. I can't wait to see.
5: Good. This way.
7: Yes, sir.
1: He leads you across the hall. And opens the double doors, opposite of the way that you came in. Silway, give me a perception check.
3: Twenty-two perception.
1: Okay. The man leads you through the doors, and into a hallway which runs parallel to the main chamber. There is an ornate carpet running along the center. Flickering torches line the walls. And there are statues, every ten feet or so, along the length of the corridor. They are of proud-looking men and women, all of which are dressed in similar armor with the same sigil you saw down in the crypts. You surmise that these are statues of the wardens of the isle. At the end of this hallway, this corridor, is another set of double doors. The man opens the doors and reveals a vast chamber. The chamber is round. It all seems to be carved out of stone, as if it was carved out of this mountain even before the castle was built. Also carved out of the rock are stone benches forming a circle to a central point. In the center of this room is a dais. Your first thought upon entering this room is it looks very familiar. In fact, it looks as if it is an identical copy to the council room you found yourselves in back in tier at the very top of the city. In the center, on the dais, You see a wood and metal cross. Shackled to the cross is the corpse of an old man. He has been disemboweled. His intestines and other organs hang from his body or rest on the ground beneath him. His expression is a pure
7: agony.
5: I know this may be shocking, but you are his replacement.
7: Well, I am... I didn't get a high recommendation for my Excel spreadsheets for nothing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think um I think everything will be fine, sir. Um, may I uh, ask qu- quietly um what did this um trader? <laughs> To get this treatment,
5: you would have to ask Lord Starge. I would imagine he displeased him in some way.
3: What did you say your name was, Chancellor?
5: Forthwith, Chancellor Forthwith.
3: And how did you come to this isle?
5: I came here with Starge,
3: three hundred years ago. Yes. You look remarkably well preserved.
5: Well, there is a reason for that. I am. You're an ancient. I am.
3: So there is more than one on this
5: island? It would seem so.
7: Um, if you please, uh, Chancellor, I'd really love to get to my duties, as that is my sole purpose in life, is to do so.
5: You will do so when I say you will do so.
7: Oh, we're being like this now.
5: I would not be so eager to meet Starge, lest this be your fate. Yes sir. So if this is a copy of, if this is very similar to the
4: council chamber from the tier that chamber had a hole looking down well here there's a dais so does this chamber have a hole looking up
5: or Yes it does. Okay. Oh.
3: Why did you follow starch this island chancellor?
5: I did not follow him I followed his wife.
3: And why was that?
5: Because I was a part of her court. I am from Tyr and served her there.
3: You do serve in the court of House Anoroth. I did.
7: Um, well, sir, um, I guess whatever, whatever you think is fair, and what we should do, we shall do.
5: I would get settled in your quarters, and he will send for you.
7: Yes, sir. Um, could you, uh, lead me in the direction of my quarters?
5: If you go back in that hall... How did you get in here?
7: Father... Uh, Remind. I was under a spell of sadness that I had to leave you, Father. Tell. It's it's all
5: right, dear boy. Um, (laughs) if you. As you remember, we. 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 Of course, came through the front door. As is. hmm, How else would we get in here? The door was barred. Well, then who opened it for us? That's peculiar. Desmond, give me a deception check.
3: All right, maybe you all are right. Maybe I am the one honest person here.
5: (laughs) Nine, I think you are lying to me. I think perhaps you are all lying to me. Let us start again. The truth, this time.
2: All right. All right. Um, unless anybody else would like to, uh, to... uh, All right, uh, well... Ah, uh, see we have an appointment with uh with your lord, Lord Starge. You you wouldn't know about it. It's kind of an appointment that ah uh, that we've made ourselves. He probably knows about it though. Well, he might. I don't know.
5: And the purpose of this appointment?
2: Oh, to uh have a have a one-on-one, well a uh, one-on- Oh uh, five. fine. Uh, basically uh see see who can kill kill the other one.
5: Yes. I see. So you are all here to kill Starge.
2: Well ah, uh, yes, if we can. Oh, uh, we're heroes, you see.
5: Yes. I see. You should help us.
6: Um excuse me, I'm actually a a girl. And she like wipes off a cap <laughs> of her face. Hello, I'm Windley. I got a, a, a tinge of, um, of love and admiration when you said Roxy. Am I correct in saying that?
5: I have not seen her in a very long time.
2: No, I need to make a wisdom check here.
6: I understand, but at the end of the day, I think. Roton you pulls do- out his hammers. Oh
2: my god. Oh god. Wait,
6: why? Why can't we just talk? I...
4: We are here on Roxiel's behalf. Rotan, put those away but, now.
2: But, wait, but I'm so confused.
4: <laughs> there was no signal yet, Rotan. You should be used to that.
2: Oh, was I too soon? Yes. Oh, it'll be so much easier if we used a different word. Oh.
6: So,
1: Rotan, do you hold up in time or do you smack this poor man? I do, I do.
2: I hold up
6: Um yes Mist Mist go on Mist is the most articulate Out of all of us
4: Or at least the one Who pays the most attention Uh
6: Okay (laughs) Well Ouch (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead
4: We were sent By Roxiel I just want to see How he reacts to that news You were sent To kill Starge By Roxiel Surely you know That there is No love lost Between The two of them
5: I do, but none have made it so far as the castle, or so I gather.
4: As that one said, we're heroes. Roton beams. We're stuck here on this island. We would like very much to leave it, and we understand that your master is in our way. And from the look of this poor bastard, maybe not the nicest boss to begin with. Now, I don't know where your loyalties lie. I'm sure it's been a long time. I'm sure you've had to do what you need to do to survive, to not end up like this poor bastard here but we're gonna offer you an out you can help us and reaffirm your vows to your kin through roxiel or i really don't want to have to come up with an or
3: you are also in danger and so is roxiel
4: well there's that too are
3: you threatening me rotan was but the rest of us are not
4: well, when all you have are hammers, everything kind of looks like a nail.
6: Look, okay, um, you told me that when you said a certain <laughs> thing... No, but but he was speaking in a sentence, Roton, not in a... Just a a one word. Well, okay, you Think need to specify context. these Con- things. No, n- <laughs> no, it's not specify. Read the room. Wrote on.
2: We should have just used signal. It's so straightforward, and nobody ever says it in a sentence unless they're trying to
6: signal something. Please, please stop, Mist, Miss, keep going, Miss.
4: No, I'm not. I'm not threatening, dude. You're just. You're. You're. You're tr- like I said, you're trying to do your job,
5: you're trying to survive. Do you know the name Endu? I do. I believe he is Roxiel's cousin. He's here on this island. Is he?
3: Yes, he's the one we're trying to stop. He's hunting ancients! We think he wants to kill Roxiel. Right. And now that we know you're here too, maybe you instead.
4: And probably get the shard that's in here. Oh yeah, we know about that, so we can just... Cards on the table with that.
5: You think I am in danger? Yes. <laughs> Curious. What is your plan? To,
4: well, find Endu, stop him, and find Starge and stop him, and maybe make this sh-
2: island a little less shrouded.
3: Really, it's Endu we want to stop. Starge would just be a nice bonus.
2: We also need to actually charge the shard at some point or other.
3: That Don't worry
4: about...
2: That. Well, That's it's important.
4: Too many cards on the table right <laughs> now. Too many cards on the table.
2: Look, we... I was told to do one thing
4: <laughs> Yep, yep, and I'm telling and I'm telling you it's not time to do I... that one thing. So so so
6: Winley comes up to the Chancellor and extends her small gremlin hand says, Chancellor, this could offer you freedom freedom of expression freedom of self and freedom from ever having something like that and she points to the dead man. Happen to you we're well, only doing this for the better. And to free the Isle. Don't you want to be a part of that? Because at the end of the day, you're just going to end up dead like him.
5: And you think you can win?
6: Of course.
5: <laughs> if
3: we had an agent on our side, maybe.
5: I am but a servant. I cannot fight.
6: Yes, but you could not stand in the way.
2: And you could tell us the most direct route to Starch. I mean, that would save us so much time let me yes. tell you
5: cause we'll get there eventually We will. I mean you know
6: please help us
5: I suppose I am your only hope
6: I suppose you are
5: very well I will show you the way
6: holy shit it worked
5: <laughs> can I do an inside check to make sure he's not fucking with us same feel free let me show you the way to a fucking trap.
4: I
1: believe him.
5: <laughs> Don't um, even say it. <laughs> uh, 24.
1: You believe he is telling you the truth?
5: I believe you.
6: So, what is the quickest route to Starge?
5: Up the stairs. Um, oh, you want more? Up the stairs you will find the former court and trial chambers of the Wardens. In another age, it was a place of great ceremony. Now it is decrepit and barren, like the rest of this castle. I imagine Starge uses it to dole out punishment. He is a cruel and sadistic man.
3: Why do you serve him?
5: Because I made a pledge a very long time ago.
3: A pledge to Starge?
5: To the mistress. Roxiel? Yes.
3: And um, your pledge to Roxiel led you to serve Lord Starge? How?
5: She left. She Without me.
3: So you serve out of spite?
5: I serve out of honor and my word. If you were born of the nobility of Tyr, you would know what those words mean.
3: (coughs) Oh, please. Don't talk to me about the honor of the noble houses of Tyr.
5: What do you know of the noble houses of Tyr?
3: I know I was betrothed to your scion of your house until I left.
5: Really? (laughs) I find that very hard to believe... You are an urchin of some sort, a merchant's daughter.
3: Uh, all right, not a liar, not a liar, not a liar. <laughs> I am, or was, the scion of House Sicilia. I was betrothed to your scion until I left and was disowned from my
5: family. And you are here with me now. <laughs> what an odd coincidence! I was thinking the same thing.
7: I'm starting to
6: feel some uneasiness. <laughs> and, and we, um...
5: So, you, uh, Scion of House Isiliath, uh, what are you going to do now?
3: I am going to stop Endu from destroying the protections around the Heart of Tir and recommitting the folly of his brother.
5: Yes, you've said that. What do you know of his brother?
3: We all know about his brother. Elsko's folly. Nearly destroyed the continent. Endu wants to do it again. He thinks he can do it better this time. We're going to stop him.
5: What if he can?
3: You sound oddly convinced.
5: Elsko wanted to build a new tier. A noble idea, don't you think? But Elsko was more ambition than talent. Endu is much smarter. Maybe he has thought it all through. Maybe he knows more than you, Sion of House Asiliath.
3: Well, of course he knows more than me. He's an ancient. But there are many other ancients who are convinced he knows nothing and is on a path to destruction.
5: Many other ancients. There are few of us left. And there are even fewer who have been around since the beginning. Were I a betting man, I would put my coin on Endu over you lot.
3: Well, to accomplish his goal, if he's successful, he will have to murder six ancients. You might be one of those ancients.
5: Maybe... Do I not look weak and feeble? You talk of ancients as if they are possessors of God's given gifts, wardens of great power. (laughs) No, they are just people who have sometimes lived far too long.
6: So about this, Lord (laughs) Stark. Perhaps it's time for you to take a nap. You seem tired, sir. You should go find a broom closet somewhere and just lie down while we go up the stairs. Okay
2: Winley's like Roton, Give me a boost up So I can knock him Over the head (laughs) (laughs) I mean With the back Of my rusty hatchet
6: Okay sir Chancellor Mighty Wonderful Chancellor Perhaps you could Continue this conversation With Silway um, Some other time Um, But but we really do Have a, a task And we have nothing But admiration And respect so nine night, night.
2: I did have one other question. Uh, where is the shard right now?
5: The shard is at the top of this tower, where it has always been.
2: Okay, just just
6: checking.
5: You all seem terribly unprepared for this. Are you certain you are up to this
2: challenge? Oh, definitely.
6: Miss, could you just put a a, a good solid button on this conversation? You know.
2: <laughs> so
4: whatever this shit is with Silway, you're not gonna. You haven't changed your mind. You're not gonna. You know. You're pretty sure Endu's going to take us, so you don't need to stab us in the back, right? He'll—you assume he'll probably kill us.
5: I am not certain you are going to make it through, Lord Starge. To be honest.
4: So, regardless, there's no reason to like alert him, or you're just going to let this play out. We won't say anything if you don't say anything. We're we're good.
5: Oh, <laughs> we are very good. All right. Well,
3: that was ominous.
4: Hope for your sake, Endu doesn't mark you as part of the ritual. Guys,
5: let's, uh, let's go do this thing. Would you like to know where he is? I never actually told you, you know.
4: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, no, I've, no, I, no, actually, no, I, that would, that would, no, I, I thought, I, I...
2: Are you still willing to lead us to him? I remember you did offer that earlier.
4: I did, didn't I? And then something broke, Some somewhere along the line here, the conversation kind of broke down, which... I don't really... I don't really follow what happened. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm sorry? Did
3: it break down, or did we just get a lot more insight?
4: I saw some definite hostility going on here that I don't know if... I don't know where that came from.
3: He's just a bitter old man. A very, very old bitter man.
5: (laughs) See, there's
4: the hostility again. I don't know... I, I don't...
5: Oh, child, you will learn someday. Or maybe not, as your life is so short and pointless
4: see the hostility in the other direction I I, there's I'm sorry there's a this has got to be a cultural thing that I'm just not it does feel pretty pointless right now
5: it does
2: is this a Tyran thing I feel like this happens a lot when I'm talking to Tirans and seeing Tirans talk to each other. It's called
3: the game, Rotan. <laughs>
4: I'm actually with you on that one, Rotan. I, this, this seems... I,
2: I get very confused.
4: This is like reading Dune. There's like 10 million levels of subtext, and if you're not in everybody's head all the time, it's really hard to figure out what's going on.
3: Sorry, I was reverting to old ways. They they've trained me for this sort of thing.
6: I agree. It was much more nicer underground.
4: Well, I don't know about nicer underground. I, I like the part of the conversation where like, hey... We are here with Roxiel, and you were like, and and, and it was like, yeah, and there seemed to be some sadness, and like, man, I kind of miss those days.
3: You could start by telling us about Starge. He's 300 years old. Is he a lich, too?
5: Is he a lich? Hmm, I, I do not know what he is. He is bent, twisted, powerful, more powerful than you would think. Do not be overconfident.
2: Well...
4: Mist has a paw in the uh, bag of holding and
5: then slowly takes it out. The paw, that is. He's, he's like... <laughs> and I would say, Sion of House Silioth, of mind your tongue.
3: Mind my tongue? Oh,
5: God,
2: here mind we you go sound again. Like my yes! R- Roton steps in front of Silway.
4: <laughs> hey, actually, I'll be honest, uh, Chancellor. This is the most emotion she's shown in, like, hours, so I guess thank you because you might have knocked something loose. Silway, keep keep a hold of that passion and change it and, and redirect it into caring about stuff. That's kind of where I'd like to see that. I'll deny. Rather than sabotage whatever's going on here.
2: Does Lord Stodge have any weaknesses you'd like to share with us? <laughs> Does he stand next to... Explosive barrels for, for instance. There's one scale
3: missing from his belly. <laughs> is there,
5: yes. Is not that I have found.
2: Is he allergic to peanuts? Is he? Uh, I don't know. No, you have not found anything. All right. Um, we have to feed
4: him a bomb, and that makes him vulnerable. That makes his weak spot appear, and we have to stab that three times.
5: If you, you were right to rate out. his life force on on perhaps a numeric scale, or or his defense on a on a numeric <laughs> scale. With, <laughs> Perhaps anything at all. Um, <laughs> it's
2: probably a number I don't know.
5: <laughs> it could be very high. Like, I mean, think of something in the hundreds or, um, you know. Uh, I am beginning to see the shape of this now. The guards are gone, the castle deserted, and somehow you lot have made it in. I dare not say on your own. You do not seem... Smart enough to have achieved that.
2: Well, now, hold on.
5: Allies sacrificing themselves. A distraction, yes.
4: This is is why I've been saying we need haste matters, guys.
5: I suggest you quit trading words with me, enjoyable as it was, and try your luck with Starge. She sticks out her tongue at him. I am certain you will be successful. For you are all very capable.
6: I think I've been rather respectful. But all right, could you uh, tell us what room he's in, please?
5: Travel the stairs up to the throne room. Exit the hall and cross the corridor to the central tower. Okay. Climb the stairs to the top. There you will find Starge. Do not tarry. Do not explore the rooftops or parapets. Though you have emptied much of the castle, danger lingers especially there. Good luck. You will need it.
6: Thank you, Chancellor.
2: Excellent. Thank you very much. We will be on our way, then. Until next time. Rotan, uh, heads out the way he came.
6: And Winley is quickly behind him.
2: So wait, let's, uh,
4: let's move on.
3: Just try not to die when Endu finds you.
5: I wish you the same
1: find yourselves back in that hallway with the statues leading back towards the entry hall. Lord Starcho
5: Up the stairs. Up, up, up the stairs we go,
1: and the... There he has something in my throat. Oh. <laughs> That's what was in my throat. Okay, we're good. The grand staircase rises about 40 feet. Turns, rises another 40 feet. Turns again, rises another 40 feet. You look down into the main hall far below you. A fall from this height is certainly enough to kill. Ahead of you is a set of double doors, opened. Beyond that, you find yourselves in an antechamber. There is a statue in the center of this enormous domed chamber. A statue like the one you saw rising over the village of Kent. A statue of the Lord himself. Another staircase, or two staircases, curl behind the statue rising upwards
2: what's his posture in this statue because like he was pointing at the town in the um at kent in this one he is standing with
1: both of his gauntleted hands on the pommel of a great sword which rests on the ground pointing into the ground before him as if he's resting some of his weight on the sword itself he looks outwards above you as if He would not deign look upon you. You take one of the stairways, which curl behind the statue, and find yourselves on a balcony overlooking the antechamber. In front of you is another set of double doors. These are ornately carved. They look perhaps as if they were once gilded, but much of the gilding has worn away, and you see the bare, hard wood beneath. You open the doors, beyond which you find an enormous audience chamber at the far end is a throne raised high over the assorted benches set before it many of those benches are toppled over to the right is an immense stained glass window sections of it have been broken and you can feel cold wind whistling in from the outside seated on the throne is a skeleton in a crown mm. There are double doors to your left as well, leading out of the room.
4: Do we need to posture in front of this guy, or...?
1: Who
3: do you think that is?
5: peculiar, isn't it? It's not... what I was expecting.
3: You weren't expecting a... skeleton after the last fight?
5: Oh, no, not in uh, a throne with a crown. It's very strange.
2: But why keep a skeleton around with a crown on mm. it? To
4: have a constant reminder of the fact that he won. This is what a dick like this guy would do. Oh. Gloat over the corpse of his enemy for 300 years.
3: ha! <laughs> I beat you. Does no one else think the corpse is the Lord?
4: If that's Starge, then who disemboweled that poor sod in the other room? Who's been directing the dead guard? How old does the skeleton look?
1: You will have to get closer to investigate. Right now, you all are all the way across the room. All right. All right,
4: I'm going to go have a look at this corpse because my investigation is so high.
1: You walk across the room, and as you get closer to the throne, you realize that it seems to be a trick of perspective, that the throne and the skeleton on it are much bigger than you thought. As you arrive at the dais and take a step upon it, to investigate the skeleton. Its jawbone clacks into place. Its head straightens, and it rises. Everyone, roll for initiative.
2: Oh, shit.
6: I rolled a 25. 16.
2: 16.
4: Six. 22 for your boy.
1: But Winley is first, just where she wants to be.
7: Mm. (laughs) I don't know about that.
6: Um... Okay, honestly, I'm just going to hold my turn. I just want to, like, know... Uh, I'm in shock right now, and just trying... So just locked in place, I don't know where it's going or what it's doing. I, I'm i just going to... I'm going to just wait a second.
1: Okay, so Winley pauses watching this giant skeleton rise from the throne, and that brings us to Mist.
4: Yeah, uh, I'm going to... Oh, holy shit! <laughs> and uh, kind of leap back while Eldritch Blasting at this thing. Uh, first shot. who wow. rolls a natural 20? You do! Um, yep. So that first shot will be a lovely 14 force damage, followed with a... well a 23 hit? Yes, it will. Another uh, 6. So 20 force damage total, scrambling to back away, and then backing as, as far away from this thing as I safely can.
6: How tall is the skeleton? Just
1: so I... It is... Maybe 10 or 12 feet tall. Uh, Silway, that brings us to you. Alright.
3: right. Wisdom save. Uh, Let's see. Silway sighs audibly and stands there with their arms crossed.
2: (sighs) (laughs) Rotan. Can I engage it? You can. You
1: are going to have to... um, I don't know if you can get close enough. I mean, maybe if you use your misty step or something to get close to it, you can, but it's going to take you, it's more than 30 feet away.
2: All right, um yeah, so Rotund will just move towards it and uh, he'll uh, vow enmity against it while he's at it. I will kill
5: you permanently! Okay, Desmond. How tall is this room? How tall is the ceiling?
1: The ceiling here is probably 50 feet high.
5: Excellent. So Desmond is going to um, hold out his hand close his eyes and reach out Um, and this 20 foot tall cylinder forms a 40 foot radius cylinder of ice and sleet just starts swirling around this guy I need a dexterity saving throw.
1: He makes his save.
5: Damn it 6 points of bludgeoning and 9 points of cold and um, that whole area is uh, difficult terrain until the end of my next turn.
1: The room begins to grow cold, and it feels as if the pressure is building. You all start to see your breath as Desmond swirls the staff and whirls it above his head, and a storm begins to form in the air above the skeleton. Desmond lowers it. Mist backs away from the skeleton. The skeleton raises an enormous two-handed blade which was sitting next to the throne. It leaps in an attempt to smack down Mist, only to be knocked back from the storm, and it falls to the ground 15 feet away from you, Mist. Good looking out, Desmond.
5: I've got you, my friend.
1: Winley, is there anything you'd like to do before we go back to, (laughs) well, you again?
6: Um, Uh. yeah, actually, so, um, I'm going to... For my turn of this round, I'm going to cast Invisibility on myself.
1: Winley disappears. And now, Winley, it is your turn again.
6: So, as I am invisible, I'm going to run up with him over kind of where Mist is, about 15 feet away.
1: So you invisibly sprint and skulk your way across the floor, unseen by everybody.
6: Uh, but when I come up behind Mist, I'll be like, Mist, it's Winley. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I just want you to know, I didn't leave the party. I am here.
4: Well, that's good. Uh, I mean,
6: yes, it is. Anyway.
4: So, so you're gonna sneak sneak up on him? What? What are we yeah, doing?
6: Well, I can't tell you until my next turn.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to <laughs> Silway. All
3: right, Silway's wisdom saving, and succeeds. Uh, all right. She's like, she like shakes her head, and blinks a few times. Uh, okay, Adam, focus, focus, focus. Um, And she casts Bless on Desmond, Mist, and Rotan. Thank you. And then she kind of moves strategically, like, away from the group, like, off on the side, so she's not going to be in any group attacks or anything like that.
4: Okay, Mist. I'm going to aim for that crown, but uh, try and keep opening the distance between me and that thing, but I want to aim for that thing's crown when I do the Eldritch Blast. I don't know if that changes how you want me to roll, but i want to try and smack that hat off
1: its head. Nope, go ahead. You can, um, just a standard roll. Uh, 22 to
4: hit. That will hit it. For 10 force, and 23 hits as well. Ooh. So 25 force damage total that time.
1: One of Miss's bolts catch it or hit the top of his head and knock the crown from its brow. And the crown tumbles backwards and falls to the ground. It's still in one piece, but it is dented. Awesome.
4: Whoever claims that,
1: we will split the proceeds. <laughs> well,
6: that was my objective the entire time, but you already did it, so I want to share.
1: So, Rotan, you can get to it. However, you have to move through 15 feet of ice storm to get him.
2: Okay. Rotan's gonna hold up right at the edge. Okay, so you're gonna hold your turn? Yeah, I think it, he like decides at the last minute, and like, there's like this squeal of, of like his feet. On the stone, (laughs) as he like tries to stop.
1: Okay, Desmond.
5: Desmond is going to cast Shatter. If you could give me a con save.
1: Okay, and the um, just so the uh, the ice storm dissipates, right?
5: It does at the end of my turn.
1: At the end of your turn. Wow. Okay, he fails his saving throw.
5: He'll take twenty-three points of damage. I almost rolled max on that.
1: The ice storm dissipates. The skeleton strides forward. Rotan, your held action. Hello! <laughs>
2: 18. That will hit. <sighs> yes, excellent. Is this an evil skeleton? It is. Is it a dead skeleton? It would be that. Great. Uh, I will smite with my first shot. 24. Shit. Then he'll attack with his offhand be 24 to hit that will hit another six points of damage and then uh, another 18 to hit that will also hit and 11 points of damage and he's going right for the shin <laughs> Rotan your blows hit him hard
1: fragments of bone begin flying everywhere he's still on his feet but he's wobbling he raises a sword And he swings it at Mist. He swings three times. Far quicker than you would expect a skeleton of this size and age to be able to do. And he hits you twice. Mist, you take 27 points of damage from the multiple strikes. And that brings us to Winley.
6: So I'm going to cast Shatter on Mr. Man. I'm pretty sure everybody is at least 15 feet away. Am I correct in
7: saying that, or
1: are there Uh, people that are closer? No, I don't think anybody is 15 feet away. I mean, Desmond and Silway are, Mist and Rotan are not. not. They are both. Yeah, Rotan ran up to it, and it ran up to me.
4: Okay.
5: We can place the center of it, like, 10 foot behind behind it. Yeah,
6: okay. Then I'll do that. Uh, So that is 16 thunder damage.
1: The area behind the skeleton explodes. a shockwave of thunder, which radiates outwards. It hits the skeleton in the back of the legs, shattering its legs. It falls to the ground. Desmond, mist, Rotond, you feel the shockwave pass through you. It's a mighty blow. The skeleton struggles to rise, but you don't think it can. It may still swing. It may still kill you, possibly, but you don't think it's ever getting back on its feet. And that brings us to Mist.
4: You're lagged, son. This is where you yield. What's that? I can't hear you. You want to keep going? All right. Uh, Eldritch Blast. Does this count? Is this being legged like this? Does it count in any way as being prone or?
1: I guess you could consider it prone, but you are in melee range. So it would be, it's going to cancel itself out.
4: Oh, right. And Eldritch Blast is, unf- yeah, we'll just point blank pew pew. Uh,
1: first shot is a 25. Okay, that's it. For It's done. Okay. (gasps) One hit point left, so tell me what that looks like.
4: Execution style, Miss just puts the tips of his fingers against this thing's forehead, and then the whole skull glows uh, green for a moment before just shattering. And as the skull explodes, it takes the rest of the ribcage and pectoral girdle with it. That's cool. Um, And then it's
2: just bits. Bang. And Rotan takes 45 points of shrapnel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Will Silway break her curse before it causes a TPK? Have we found the one chancellor in all of fiction who isn't evil? Is butt-wiggling going to be our new... thing? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater.
6: I got a 70 in geology, because I'm a smart, smart girl. C's good to No, degrees. I got a 70. I got a D. It, ah. I passed, though.
4: Wait, in what? In college.
6: I got a what? 70.
4: No, no, no. What What psycho is grading 70 at a D? Yeah. Yeah.
6: Oh, no. I guess it was 74. It was like the line. That's, that's worse. That's, <laughs> that's like a, that's a, a C. Yeah, <laughs> that's, even, that's better. And
5: oh. <laughs> 60s or Ds, am I right? Am I going crazy? That no no that's that's how
4: that's no generally I, where I I got a line. seventy
6: so I guess I got a C, so I guess yeah. I'm average. So you
4: get degrees. Um. I, I got
6: too. a I got a B in geology when I Fuck took it. Fuck geology. No offense. <laughs> 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 I hated that class. Well, I'm sorry. Fuck she your profession.
5: Th- no offense. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. And suddenly we're I back to I mean, the reason the we're character.
6: here is, ge- is geology. Okay. I-, I have respect for it, but I didn't have respect for my teacher because she hated theater. <laughs> she hated me.
4: I mean, there are people who shouldn't be teaching, and it sounds like you unfortunately got I one did. of those folks.
6: But like, don't don't like don't ever listen to what I say. Okay. I'm, I didn't mean it like that. It just I remembered my teacher. I never do. <laughs> fucking sucked. She was Let's... evil.
2: Let's go find Silway so Winley can punch her. <laughs> we have our outtake for the episode.
6: Wow, I'm I'm becoming Windley, aren't I? It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> Not really.
1: My geology teacher, uh, since it was environmental geology, taught us or told us that we had a lot of arrogance in saying that we would kill the planet. We would kill ourselves. The planet would be just fine.
4: Yep, George Carlin's routine is right on that. The planet is fine. The people are fucked.
6: Um, Miss. What's on the screw?
4: I don't know, because the DM was I, fucking I, with me. I, so... I heard
6: some sort of I heard some sort of timed out speaking. And it had something to do with a corn. That can't be.
1: I thought about having you just sending it to you and having you read it, Mike, but I just I wasn't sure if you'd that would have been better or worse.
6: Um, I would have died.
1: <laughs> I would have died. Too. I would have died. Damn it! I fucked that. Up. <laughs> so, um...
4: I'd have still been lost. So that at least carries <laughs> over. Like,
2: this is a weird spell. <laughs> I'm like,
4: fuck! We gotta go back to his goddamn laboratory and find
2: four potions.
8: <laughs>
2: the organ music is gonna have to be the you know the organ piece. It's gotta be da 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 da. Really, you're not
1: going to write your own one. You're going to go straight to uh, Toccato and Fugue and D minor. It's hard to
2: beat that. It's hard to beat a piece that somebody wrote to test the organ tuning. To literally test an organ. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it. (laughs) I mean, what. (laughs) My first pick, which we can't do, is the intermission music from Holy Grail. But. (laughs) uh, (laughs) That's not quite the mood that we're going for (laughs) here. I mean. Our reaction to it was kind of fitting with that.
1: True, but you could hear it on the outside like if you open the door and that's what you heard then that would be different, yeah, but Can but...
2: you imagine like that's that spider's brilliant. just been there for the last 300 <laughs> years just playing that same song on loop? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: No clever one-liner to to accompany the killing blow. Nope, I got nothing. I totally had something for this.
0: <laughs> uh, eat Eldritch Blast, stupid. <laughs> dodge
2: this,
1: stupid.
2: I idiot. was thinking The Matrix. Yeah, that's dodge this. Going. That's that's where my head went. <laughs> the skull bones connected to my hammer. <laughs> 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 I I I was kicking myself. I thought of that one after my turn, and I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> Oh, well.